0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the fifth night of my Horror Nights in Christmas special with me, your host, Crystal. So tonight, I will be giving you my honest and horrific opinion on All the Creatures Were Stirring. All the Creatures Were Stirring was released December 4th, 2018, with a running time of 80 minutes. It was directed by David Ian McKendry and Rebecca McKendry. So, if this is the first time you're listening to my podcast, hello and welcome, and I hope that you stay, leave me comments, and follow me on Twitter. <laughs> um, so, usually I start um, off with a Rotten Tomatoes reading, and I am a DB rating, and then I go into a very detailed description of the movie. But because this is my Horror Nights and Christmas special, uh, my podcasts are a, a little bit uh, shorter. So, usually I do about an hour, um, and these podcasts. Um, are only about 20 minutes. So, I'm going to give you the Rotten Tomatoes IMDb and then I'm going to give you a little bit of brief summary and then we'll go into my opinion of the movie and anything fun and cool I know about it. So, Rotten Tomatoes gave all the creatures were stirring an 83% with 47% of the audience liking it. IMDb gave it a 5.1 out of 10. So just a quick summary of all the creatures we're stirring is when an awkward date on Christmas Eve leads a couple into a strange theater. They're treated to a bizarre and frightening collection of Christmas stories featuring a wide assembly of characters doing their best to avoid the horrors of the holidays. From boring office parties and last-minute shopping to vengeful stalkers and immortal demons, there's plenty out there to fear this holiday season. And just a disclaimer, there are spoilers in this podcast. And considering this movie came out a couple days ago, I just wanted to make sure that you guys either watch this movie first or just listen to my podcast and then go listen to it. So it's totally up to you. Either way, listen to my podcast. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But anyways, um, yes, uh, this movie does have spoilers. So don't come for me. And also, I did recently get uh, a new microphone, so I really hope that it eliminates that weird scratchy sound that was in a lot of my other podcasts. I do apologize for that. That noise was so annoying, so I really, really hope that um, this microphone... Does a little bit better for you guys. All right. So anyway, let's get into uh, my honest and horrific opinion on Shutter's exclusive. Uh, All the creatures were stirring. So as I said in the beginning, it's basically a couple. Or I'm sorry, it's it's a it's a date gone terribly wrong, and uh, these two people are alone on Christmas Eve and decide to go to a play, uh, and they sit down and you already, they walk into the theater and there's not really a lot of people there. And you already get this weird, ominous presence that something isn't quite right. And we have this older gentleman who is basically staring at the, the woman the entire time. And then we have the guy who's on the date. He's kind of a little bit of a weirdo. Um, he keeps going to check his phone and taking phone calls. Um, but we'll get more into that as as we progress in the podcast because um, I do have some questions and um, comments about that part. So like I said, we have this these two people going on a date. and They're going to go see a play. And it seems that they did, obviously they do a couple different acts within this play. So the first act uh, is basically an office party gone wrong. So as soon as this, um, I mean, part of the episode uh, or part of the movie started, I guess I want to call it the first act started, I already called that it was maybe the janitor. Um, I don't know why I thought that. I was just like, I bet you it's the janitor. Um, So basically what happens is we have a group of employees and they're meeting Um, and they're having a Christmas party, but it turns terribly wrong. Um, it's basically, I called it a Russian roulette with Christmas presents. So, they just start getting killed one by one. They don't know who's doing this. The kills are really cool. There was, uh... A jack-in-the-box, but it was more like a jack-in-the-gun box. (laughs) Uh, Don't mind me. Then we have uh, the boss's neck is sliced. There's also poisonous gas being pumped into the room that they're in. I got got Saw vibes from that. Um, If you guys remember the Saw, I forget which one it is, where he's pumping poisonous gas into the room that they're in. Um, We also have a suicide, which I was not expecting. Um, So basically the first act ends with the one employee getting away because she opened up one of the presents and it was a gas mask and she was able to escape while everybody else kind of died around her because whoever was doing this was, um, like I said, pumping the poisonous gas into the room. Um, And then we see the janitor walk by and he also has a gas mask on. So I was like, I knew it. It was a janitor. I called it, I called it, I called it. (laughs) Um, So then we have the second act and as these acts are ending we go back to the couple that are on this date and um they're kind of like looking at each other like what the hell was that like this is so weird um but they stay and then we get into the second act and the second act um so we have a father and a husband who looks like he's doing some last minute Christmas shopping and he's getting uh, to his car and he puts the presents in the back of the car and he goes to close the, the, uh, the back door of his vehicle and he gets in his car and it, he's getting a little warning that the backseat door is not closed all the way so then he gets out closes it and then of course he closes the uh driver's side door too and he locks the keys inside and there's nobody left in the parking lot and I called it I was like he's gonna lock his keys in the car and it happened (laughs) so then um he's in this really creepy parking lot there's nobody else around uh except for this weird van um with like red lighting light coming out of it so oh and also he doesn't have his phone on him because he locked it inside his car too um and this is when I'm thinking to myself I'm so glad that I invested in an Apple Watch because I could have just used my phone I wouldn't have to borrow anybody's phone um I could have just used my Apple Watch (laughs) so anyway that's just my thoughts running through my head as I'm watching this movie I was like, well. I need to go find my Apple Watch and I need to charge it and put it on because I watch a lot of horror movies and something like this could possibly happen to me. <laughs> anyway, um, so we see that he, he goes back up to the store. The store is closed. He's trying to bang on the door to use the phone. No one's answering. So then he reluctantly walks over to this weird creepy van and two girls pop out and um, he asks, you know, can I use your phone? And we find out that his birthday is actually on December 25th, which obviously is Christmas. Um, So these girls are listening into this, and then all of a sudden, um, he is talking to the girls and he sees this weird, like, demonic hand come out of the van. And he's like, What is that? Like, what is that? And he starts freaking out a little bit, and the girls are like, No, there's nothing back there. So then he rips open the van door and starts looking through things. And, which is weird, because it's like, if you saw, like, a demonic hand come out of a van, I would be like, peace! Um, I'm gonna go away by my car, kind of thing. But no, he, he proceeds to try and figure out what the hell is in it, and then the girls start to, they grab onto his hand, and they start repeating this weird uh, enchantment or something, and basically, they have some kind of weird demon that's tethered to them, and And they can only, they can only be like 20 feet away from the demon at a time. And if they don't, then the demon kills them. And I assume that it kills anything else that's around them because it's basically escaped kind of thing. Um, So this demon is tethered to these two girls. And apparently you can only tether it onto someone whose birthday is December 25th because apparently it's sh- you have to share the same birthday as Jesus Christ. Um so they basically do this and enchant- can this enchantment thing and this new demon is now attached to the to Eric I believe his name was. They're attached to him now. Uh this demon is now on him and unattached from the girls. And she's basically explaining that, so the one girl actually gets killed because she thinks that the, that it's over and she wants to run away. Like she thinks the demon is now tethered to this guy, but it's not done yet. So she tries to run away and the demon kills her. I think he slices her neck. Um, And then the survivor, she's explaining to Eric that he needs to go find somebody with the... December 25th birthday to tether this demon to that person instead of him um she ends up stealing his car and dropping off the Christmas presents to his house which we can assume because she says you know where's your house We so drop the Christmas presents off and then Eric is basically just like this is crazy like I don't believe this so he starts to kind of walk He's trying to walk a little bit further than the 20 feet, but then we see the demon appear behind him. And this one was probably the most unsettling for me because it's like, well, what the fuck is he supposed to do now? Like, and also thank God I wasn't born on Christmas, because that's just something else I'd probably have to worry about. Um, but I wanted more of this story. I wanted to know the ending. I wanted to know what happened because this dude is basically oh, and apparently the demon is tethered to this van. And now Eric is tethered to the demon and the van. So the girl, she throws his keys, she throws the van keys at him and goes, here you go. And I don't know. It was so weird. Like I wanted more to the story. I was waiting for something else to happen or, you know, for it to be a joke because that's really shitty for them to do that to this husband and this father. But I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, then that act ends. And then we have our third act, Um, and it's basically a um, miserable and rude neighbor who hates the world and hates Christmas, and he's basically uh, Scrooge, who does drugs, and um, (laughs) he is visited by the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future, just like Scrooge was in The Christmas Carol. Um, so we see that he had a pretty shitty childhood. Uh, probably why he hates Christmas. Um, <clears throat> and then we see his present, which is he's basically going to die alone because he's excluded himself from all of his friends and his family, and, um, he's just an asshole to his neighbors. Um... And then we see that he's given another chance in for his future. So we have the, the ghost of Christmas future. And he basically wakes up from being pretty much dead because in his present he gets... Um, he trips and he falls and he knocks his head he gets an altercation with his neighbor because his neighbor comes in and is saying like, Oh, I'm kind of drunk right now. And I'm going to stand up for myself. You know, you're an asshole when it comes to Christmas. And they're fighting back and forth over this, um, Santa Claus ornament, uh, lawn ornament that the neighbor thinks that the, that Scrooge has stolen. So they're fighting back and forth and he ends up hitting his head, on his side table and the neighbor just like dips. <laughs> he's like, oh I'm getting the fuck out of here. Uh so then we see that he's given a second chance, the neighbor comes in again drunk, and instead of getting an altercation and dying, he opens his wallet, gives him all the money that he has because in the first initial scene of um this act, uh this third act, the neighbor's coming over to collect uh, some money for one of his kids doing a donation. So yes, like I said, in his, in his, uh, when the ghost of Christmas future comes, the, you know, Scrooge gives the neighbor all the money and basically says Merry Christmas to everybody. And then that scene is over. Um, and then we have our fourth act, um, which was really silly, but I kind of liked it and I called it right away as soon as it started. Um, <clears throat> so basically we have a guy and it looks like he might be like a a PI, like a private investigator or a photographer or something, and he basically runs over a deer, and then we see that he's being watched and followed. And I have a little note that says, "Is he's being followed by an angry Rudolph?" Um, because and then we see that he apparently he killed Blitzen. So <laughs> this this story was a little funny to me because I kind of called it, and I was like, "Really, like." <laughs> We're getting a little Silent Night, Deadly Night, if you know what I'm talking about. When uh, Billy impales the one chick with the antlers, it's kind of what was happening. That was a pretty quick act, but it, it was silly. <laughs> but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, Rudolph's coming to get revenge. And Mind you, I don't know 100% if it was Rudolph, but I definitely know that the guy in, in this particular scene did kill Blitzen because... Um, we see that the reindeer had a collar on, and it said Blitzen. Um, also, um, in between each act, we have our two who are still on the date, and the guy, like I said before, it's just really shady. Um... Also, another side note, his stomach is rumbling and it seems to be getting louder as each scene is over. And um, like I said before, his phone keeps going off and the older guy who I mentioned earlier is now in the movie theater and is kind of watching the chick. Um, So then we have the fifth act of the play and um, it's Christmas Eve. And we see that this guy is looking up at a full moon and saying, Not tonight. So I'm like, Oh, is this like a Christmas werewolf or something? Uh, Nope, I was totally wrong. Apparently, he was abducted by aliens. um, And he didn't, and apparently, I guess he gets abducted every Christmas Eve. (laughs) Um, And it's been happening to him for a long time. So he's actually gets. a phone call from one of his friends and his friend is saying like oh we want to you know what are you doing Christmas Eve blah 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 uh you know we want to hang out and he's like no not tonight I, I can't do anything tonight so then his friends actually come over and surprise him and um they they have they basically are planning a Christmas Eve dinner and the one chick um she goes outside to smoke a cigarette because she's trying, she sees that her friend is a little on edge, and She and he's like trying to tell her the story, um, and she's like, oh, I need a cigarette first, she goes outside, and she looks up into the sky, and she sees a weird shooting star, and she goes, hey guys, like, come look at this, and before we know it, it's the screen, like, goes white, and we assume that, you know, she's abducted by aliens, and also we know because everything is in black and white now. Um, So then she walks in and she sees her one friend who was trying to explain to her why he couldn't hang out. And this was obviously the reason why, because he was abducted by aliens. And now she's also invited and she's sitting at the table. Her friends, are their other friends are are there, um, but you can tell that they're not acting normal. Um, They have, like, weird glitches and everything, Um, and... They're just staring at them weird. It's like an alien. The aliens basically basically took on the form of their friends. And um, I surmised it as the aliens are just trying to figure out why humans celebrate Christmas and Christmas Eve. Um it actually had a really cute ending because apparently the girl who was abducted in this one had a really shitty childhood growing up because her parents didn't celebrate Christmas and she just wanted this one doll and the aliens actually end up giving her this one doll and um, she, the the way that they get unabducted, I guess you would say, is by telling the aliens why they celebrate Christmas now, why they like Christmas now and this is when she kind of just, you know spills it all out there puts it on the table for the aliens and says I had a shitty childhood and after that they are they go back down to earth and her friend um the one who was abducted with her actually had the doll in his hand and gives her the doll and then it kind of ends with them looking at the Christmas tree so it was cute and she was basically saying like you know The holidays are important to me now because my parents never celebrated them, which I think is cool because we have, you know, in the other act with the other guy, um we have it was act um act 3 with the guy who was so miserable and hated Christmas because his parents made Christmas shitty but then in this act the fifth act we have uh this girl who loved Christmas and wanted to cherish Christmas because her parents made it shitty so it was cool it's always like your response to something so i did like that one i thought that was a really cute ending um for that one and then we have uh the sixth act which is the last and final act so basically This is where I thought it was clever and kind of weird. So, obviously, we have the actors on the stage. um, And the sixth act is actually the opening of the two people going on the date. And it's a little bit harder for me to explain. So, basically, you're hearing the actors on stage play out the first scene of the movie with the guy and the girl on the awkward first date... And we see that everything that the people are doing on stage is a mirror of what they're doing now. So the guy gets up again, and he goes to take a phone call. He goes outside, um, and the actor on stage is also taking a phone call. And we see that the conversation is the same. And he's basically on the phone with someone saying, like, he has to feed. Um, And... In, uh, it was just, I really like, I'm just trying to explain it so you guys can understand it. So basically it looks like the dude is about to spontaneously combust and it's because he needed to feed, which is why he was like grumbling and, or his stomach was grumbling and he comes to sit back down and, um, he basically says the same lines that the actors are saying on stage And the girl on the date is just totally tripped out now, as I would be, too. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Literally the same, like, an hour ago is being played on stage. And now this guy is acting the same as the actors on stage. And we see him come sit back down. And he's like, oh, is it over? And then we hear him say, like, I'm starving. And the girl, like, looks and turns her head. And then we see that the guy she's on the date with gets this, like, really demonic face. And then she, like, looks back really quick. And his face is normal again. And he's like, what? And then it ends. (laughs) So, um, some thoughts and some opinions on this movie. I really liked it, guys. I thought it was really clever. I liked the idea of having little stories within movies and things like that. And my only thing I want to say is that I wish that there was more to some of the stories. Like, I would love to see a full movie version of uh, the second act, which is the two girls that are in... um, that are with the demon, the tethered thing. I would love to see an expansion on that. I would also like to see, um, I really wanted to see a more explained ending, I guess. And you guys know me, if you listen to my other podcast, I need answers and I always have um, asked questions because I want to know like, what happened to this, what happened to this. Uh, I wanted to know who was on the phone with this guy that he was explaining that he needed to feed. Uh, I also wanted to know, uh, I also kind of wanted to see what happened to the girl. Like, did she get eaten? Um... You know, what exactly happened in the end there? And was he a demon? Was he a creature? Like, what exactly was he? So I would definitely like to see an expansion on that. I think that would be really fun. I also really liked the first act with the office party. I thought that was super clever to do it that way. Um, I definitely would like to see an expansion on that too because I want to know who was behind it because I do remember now in in, uh, one of the scenes in the first act... um, We see that the boss is kind of trying to downsize the company. It seems like they have to, like, fire some people. So I'm wondering if this is, like, corporate's way of getting rid of them and whoever survives can have the job. Because only one person survived. I mean, and the janitor. (laughs) Um, So I'm just curious as to what happened with that. But he did like the movie overall. I really, I want to go back and watch it again. It was so intriguing. It definitely kept me, kept me intrigued the whole time I was watching it. And when it was over, I definitely wanted more. As uh, if you guys follow me on Twitter, I, I gave a quick um, opinion on it and said that I loved it. And I, I wish that there was more on each story. Um, I thought some of the parts were really funny too. It was just a very entertaining movie overall. I really liked it and I'm excited for Shudder to release more things, more more, uh, like exclusives on um, their movies. So, if you are a fan of Christmas horror movies or horror movies in general, I would definitely check this movie out. It is on Shudder. I know you can rent it from different platforms on the internet. You should have Shudder anyway, because if you're listening to my podcast, it means that you love horror movies, and Shudder is literally your exclusive ticket to everything horror. So, uh, not sponsored by Shudder. Wish I was. Shout out, guys. (laughs) Um... All right, guys, I think that's going to be it for this evening's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I want to know what you guys thought of this movie, so uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at Us. I am extremely active on there. I love talking to you guys all day long. Um, and shout-out to the director, um, Rebecca, for commenting on my... Um, my tweet about the movie, and I'm excited for you guys to hear, uh, this podcast, and I'm excited to continue on the 12 Days of Horror Nights in Christmas special. I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you are, let me know. Um, also, if you guys have a second, please go rate me on iTunes. Um, It only takes a couple seconds, so please, guys, uh, if you could do that for me, I'd really appreciate it. that would be like the best Christmas present ever to get some more ratings on there. Um, All right, guys. Well, I will see you tomorrow with our sixth uh, night uh, part of the 12 Days of Horror Nights and Christmas special. All right, guys. I will talk to you later. Bye. And, of course, Merry Christmas.